Hello and welcome to It's No Secret. I'm Kat. And I'm Christine. And today on the show we are talking about money moments with us because why not? Hello, we haven't been here for a while. <laughs> Lots of life has been happening yeah. in between a couple of recent episodes and we are all about the transparency on this show. So we are going to give you an update on what we have been doing with our money over the past three to six months. Originally, when I was starting my notes for this, I'm like, I haven't really been doing a lot. Now that I'm looking at our notes, I'm like, hmm, how are we going to whiz through this in 20 minutes? I don't really know. But look, let's just have a crack. (laughs) Exactly. So, Christine, kicking it off. Mm -hmm. I remember last time we chatted about this stuff, um, there were a few things, obviously, we talked about your student loan had been paid off. You were like thinking about investing more, redoing your budget, Mm -hmm. adjusting some goals. You've put home ownership on the back burner. Um, You had borrowed some money from your family to invest in a business. So where are you at now? (laughs) Nice overview. Tell me more. That's right. I've got a great memory. (laughs) So home ownership is still on the back burner. Okay, great. So that's good. Check. Love it. Um, Paid off the student. Oh, not. Well, yeah, student loan and the family loan. So I'm debt free completely, which is a great feeling. How long did that take you? Were you doing like regular payments or did you just save up money and then do a chunk? Well, so the original kind of thought process was I had um, like half of the money that I owed in a savings account that I just couldn't have access. And so I was already like, it's not like I didn't have the money. I just couldn't access it yet. So that was half of it. And then the other half I saved up in a chunk and paid her back in one go because I was like, "Mm, wipe it clean one rather than chip away. Um, it's also like it makes it feel more yeah, like a loan if you're then nice like mentally. you know mm-hmm. um, yeah and so other financial goals I guess it's a little bit vague at the moment and that's kind of where a representation of my finances right now <laughs> a bit vague a bit murky yeah. anything could happen <laughs> yeah basically um, but it's kind of centering around like holidays really yeah. um, because that's the like immediate short term thing that we have coming up so um, having, heading over to see my mum for Christmas which is very exciting yeah white um, Christmas also very exciting Yes, Kat loves a cold holiday. Love a cold holiday. <laughs> um, and then past that, there might be an opportunity to invest in private equity again. Who knows? And then that's basically I'm only planning six months ahead at the start. Love it. Yeah. Why worry about the future that's... when you can just worry about six months? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> here for this messaging sometimes. No, yeah, I, am, yeah. I, am, I am. Well, I guess like, you know, so Ollie and I um, did a bit of an exercise last night and the kind of medium term to long term goals are marriage at some point probably not within the next couple years Mm -hmm. and then it's home ownership but I guess the reality of when that will happen I'm not so sure yeah so yeah and I mean you you guys are already putting in place like lots of financial habits that are going to set yourselves up for those goals anyway so I feel less stressed that you know you're just like floating around not really sure on timing (laughs) because you're still doing things that are moving you towards that direction yes exactly um but I do have quite a few like adjustments that I've made because of the lifestyle creep thing Mm. um and the need for the fact that I basically just let that happen. So, yeah, really need Sometimes to Sometimes it needs to, though. Yeah. Well, I, I think it, it's – I found myself in a bit of, like, beating myself up cycle because right. I'm like, Christine, I know you can be doing better and I know that you're not – like, I'm just a little bit frivolous at the moment and it's <laughs> – What have you been buying? Oh, clothes and, like, okay. I just am not, like, planning ahead in terms yeah. of, like, we went to Sydney for a week and I had, a, a, like, a bit of a chunk of money, but I went over that and it's just, mm. like, all of the things that we talk about in terms of, like, planning so that you don't get stung with extra fees and all that. I just, like, yep. I guess it's, like, I've been busy, so it's all kind of, like, been pushed aside. <laughs> yeah, but yes. <clears throat> there's also been some, like, an impulse buy. I bought a camera, <laughs> which was three grand. <laughs> So it's not yeah, exactly impulse buying, cheap. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, and then I also actually, I've kind of been in a bit of a cycle where I've like used my emergency fund and now I'm like rebuilding. Right. So it's because I had dental work done, which worked out to be about $1,200 for the three Shout shillings. out for the emergency fund though. <laughs> yeah. The first time ever that yeah, I've been able to, it. yeah. And yep. not taken a huge amount of hits. I've just kind yep. of like paid it as I've been paid, which is nice. Awesome. Um, and then, so we had this like car insurance drama that <laughs> caught up to us. <laughs> A year and a half later. Right. So the background is that I backed into a pole when I wasn't looking at night. Um, and there was this this guy was like, okay, it's, there's clear dent in it and needs some work done. But then we just kind of never heard from him or, or the insurance company. We're like, oh, okay, maybe you didn't claim it. Yeah. Then we get a letter in the mail that's basically like we're taking you to the debt collectors because you haven't paid this insurance claim. <laughs> And we oh were like, no. sorry, what? We So we panicked and um, managed to get it sorted. And then yeah. I ended up only having to pay a $400 excess. But now okay. since doing that, I'll, like the excess of our insurance company has oh, doubled. Right. Because basically yep. I'm a liability on the road. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Don't drive with me on the road. Um, so, yeah. So good. So that's kind of where that's out. But again, shout out for the emergency funds yeah. because these things happen. They, yeah. Like this is the whole point of an emergency fund. They literally yeah. come out of nowhere. Like you were not expecting this. Yeah. And there it is. It's yeah. happened. Exactly. Oh, I just thought of some other stuff as well, actually. Yeah. So I have been tossing up whether to increase my Kiwi, KiwiSaver contributions mm-hmm. or not. And I ended up deciding to increase it from 3% to 6% because Exciting. I want to get Woo-hoo. like a little bit of that student loan money like contributing in the same way that it was yep. before cool yeah and the great time to do it whilst markets are down yeah more exactly. money coming into a low base exactly excellent and i think through all of this i really just have realized that i have no self-control and really need to have <laughs> that money separate to my <laughs> savings accounts even my emergency fund mm. like i am gonna probably invest why don't you put your emergency fund in kernel save yeah that's well so that's the problem that i had with the they need to get the money out because it's a 30-day oh, for... notice or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So mm. what I am going to do instead is put it in a cash, cash fund. Yeah. Okay. Because you can get that back within, well, a week. A couple of days. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So that's good. Perfect. Yeah. There was something else I was going to say, nice. but I forgot. Love that. Yeah. How about you? Um, or do you have questions? I do, but we'll circle back to them. I mean, things that have been happening. Um, well... We decided to spend all our money on a holiday. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I am actually going to talk about because this is the most expensive holiday I have ever gone on in my life. And for a really long time, I felt really uncomfortable about that because, you know, I'm going to be, I'm going to put it out there. How much do you think we're spending? So let's just, let's give some already, detail. So. We're going to Europe in the middle of November for, we're in Europe for like four and a half weeks and then we're in Australia for basically like five days. So let's say we're away for five weeks in total. There's three of us. Granted, Lily is an infant, so we don't actually have to pay a full ticket for her. Mm. It's kind of an off-peak time, but then it's also like that weird, slightly expensive time travel because it's pre-Christmas. So, yeah, talk to me about what you think we are spending as a total amount, and I'm sure you kind of already know. (laughs) Yeah, I think I've seen a little bit. But I'm going to, I reckon it's around the like 25 grand mark. Yeah, I reckon. It, I reckon it'll top thirty. Okay, oh, yeah, okay, and that is like so uncomfortable. Also I'm smiling, but it's, it's like killing <laughs> me on the inside. inside. Can yeah. you tell? <laughs> no, but it's because I think it's because like at the moment travel is really expensive. Everything is really expensive, but yeah. travel is like doubly expensive. I've noticed this booking accommodation. I'm like, all mm. of a sudden, our accommodation budget had to double basically per on a per nightly basis because like Airbnbs. You, I had to set our Airbnb budget at three hundred bucks a night. 
That's a lot. That is a, like $300 mm. New Zealand a night. I feel like that is That's a lot. That's a decent amount, And because yeah. some of them are more expensive. Like granted, some countries are looking mm. at booking at some places in Switzerland at the moment and like you cannot book a place for less than like $750 a night. And we're talking about like two bed Airbnbs um, and versus, yeah, I know. So that is a reality. And the thing was, is we kind of committed to going and we hadn't booked our flights and then we needed to book our flights. And again, flights were already really expensive. And so I was a bit like, oh, maybe I should cost out the whole thing. And so Mm -hmm. I cost out the holiday to see how much it was actually going to cost. And yet came out at about 5K. But that was like pre- it was just, I guess, uh, let's say pre-shopping. <laughs> it was inclusive of like, you know, food, what I was estimating for food, but not really what I would say like fun. Yeah, right. I don't really know how much fun there's going to be, but like I've got some fun in mind. So <laughs> some free part Realistically, I, I want to buy some things. Um, so pre-shopping, you know, 25K, and I just had this moment of like, ooh, how this, comfortable yeah. are we with that? But then Luke and I talked about it and we were like, we just have to file this under a life experience mm-hmm. that has to happen. The reality is is I am not going to be able to take five weeks off mm-hmm. work that easily after I become, like coming back from parental leave. Yeah. It was also just pure luck that he managed to get this five weeks. Well, it's more than. He's now actually not working at New Zealand until January. He's got a lot oh, of leave. Really? Yeah, he's wow. finished for the rest of the year. So oh. that's cool. But it's like you can never really plan, you know, it just worked out that the timing worked. So we yeah. were like, you know what, this is it. Also got to capitalise on like Lily being little. Yeah. She can't crawl, like, yeah. you know, we can still plane. kind of have a holiday that we want to have <laughs> that she's just like coming on yeah. as opposed to like a kid's <laughs> holiday. So, yeah, I had to, uh, yeah, have some like introspective thoughts though about how comfortable I felt spending this money and then just Fair be enough. like, right, we've agreed. We're not going to focus on it anymore. We're just going to enjoy the holiday. So that's the big thing. Now, as you can imagine, when that happened, I was like, hmm, next question, how are we then going to afford life when we come back from holiday? <laughs> Having spent all our money. So I did have to sit down and do a really boring Excel-based exercise around (laughs) figuring out when I would have to actually return to work because – as many people will know, you won't typically only get um, six months worth of parental. Well, you do get six months worth of parental leave from the government. Um, some corporates have none, all, or somewhere in between. So I actually think, from memory, I have like my last paycheck coming through from the IRD <laughs> for parental leave in like a week. And mm. so I also had this moment of being like, eh, okay, we haven't actually thought through like what's going to happen <laughs> when it's then just Luke's pay coming through. Yeah. Um, and we were presented with two options and I put the two options to you one was I could basically just not go back to work for like another few months say until Lily was like nine maybe up to 12 months old but we would have to use all of our emergency savings Mm -hmm. what do you choose I reckon that's a no from you yeah it was (laughs) well because I was like you don't want to be left completely on your ass. Right. With no buffer. Exactly. Yeah. Particularly when you have a baby and yeah. there's the two of you. And I'm like, we've already had so many emergencies, like just yep. with our cats. Like <laughs> imagine throwing a child into the mix. Quick side question. Yeah. Do you have health insurance or like insurance we for do. Lily? Yes. Yeah. Yep. So actually, real fun fact, mm. we, um, when you have a baby, you can add them to your health insurance. And I did it oh. like four or five weeks after she was born and in that time she had actually like seen a pediatrician and had another oh. specialist appointment and we just paid for that. Um, but when you add them, they do say, do you want to like, you can backdate it to the day that they were born and then they hmm. covered all the stuff that had happened since she was born. So we got some money back from those appointments. So oh, that was good. cool. Yeah. Nice. Um, and I think she's costing us like an extra $14 a month, which better get her to work. <laughs> Expensive. Um, <laughs> but yes, yeah. we have added her to that. Yeah. 
But, yeah, you're right. I just didn't – well, Luke and I did not feel comfortable exhausting all of our emergency funds for the sake of me being able to take all of my time off work when yep. we were like maybe we can just find a middle ground of me returning to work in some capacity for the next few months that then also works for our like lifestyle without having to put her in daycare yep. yet um, and then work towards being like full-time. So Yeah, nice. Yeah. The other thing I will shout out though is um, I have a lot of annual leave. <laughs> so much. Which I'm really <laughs> excited to use because I also hadn't actually, I don't know why, but I just hadn't anticipated using my annual leave. I think because, again, you're like, I should only use annual leave when I'm genuinely going on holidays. Yeah. And then I was like, well, this hold on. I'm never going to be able to take this many holidays. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I am kind of like going on annual leave um, before Christmas so that I'll actually get my regular pay for like a good chunk of time. And I'm really excited nice. about that because let's be honest, everyone could do with some more money in their yeah. lives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Particularly over the like expensive summer Christmas yes. period. Yeah, so yeah, so that they were the decisions that we made. And then I am coming back to work part time in the new year, which I'm also very excited about. Um, other updates from us. Lily has an investment account, Wait, so sorry, doing it. Ask a question. Oh yeah, coming back to work, the daycare thing. Yes, Tra- the trade off there. Yeah, Talk I actually have a dot point on that because I was like, mm-hmm. we talked about that. So on the daycare thing, um, we have costed out what it would cost for Lily to go into daycare full time. So five days a week so that I could return to work full time. And originally when I looked at it, I did balk at the cost because but in the areas that we're looking based on the center, it's between eighteen dollars and $23,000 a year based on what center you choose for full-time daycare. That's a um, and it amount. is a lot of money. And I do appreciate that, you know, people's situations are different. And there's sometimes the chat around about like, it's maybe not worthwhile me going back to work because my work, you know, my income then mm. only covers childcare. And I am in the situation where if we look at that equation, it is actually still very beneficial for me to go back to work and ask yep. to just pay that cost full time. So then we were faced with the decision of like, what do we want to do? And, you know, are we mm. comfortable with that? What actually works? Yep. Um, but yeah, it's certainly not a small cost. It's no. just one of those things though that like, whew, yeah. But what else can you do? Yeah. So what did you think about like Luke being a stay-at-home dad? Um, we did, and that's also a very interesting point because right now I am a higher income earner than he is. Oh. So we did think about like, you know, if we were going to be a one-income family from a monetary point of view, it would make sense for like me to work and him not. Yep. From a lifestyle point of view, it makes sense for him to work and me not because he has so much time off with yeah, his job true. anyway. Um, but and I'm going to just be sauce. straight up honest because <laughs> I've thought about this a lot in the last few months. Like I am 100% motivated by money. Oh, All yeah, of my okay, goals in life, out, even like the nice ones of, you know, Spending time with family and <laughs> I feel like we need to get deep on the side. Yeah, no, but, it's, but the reality is I just know myself well enough and mm-hmm. I'm happy to admit to the people that like I want to do things that cost money. Therefore, mm. I want to work. Yeah. And I have a lot of respect for people that make different decisions. But I look at Lily and I'm like, I love you and you're an amazing addition to our life. But also all the things that I want to give you and all the things that are important to us, mm. the reality is, is they cost money to do. And so I am prepared to mm. live with like mum guilt or whatever you want to call it to make that stuff happen. Mm-hmm. We also had a very hard line conversation when I – was considering this because, and I've talked to two people about this and they were like, two guys, and they were like, oh, God, I could never say that to my wife. And I'm like, well, Luke's pretty straight up with me. He was like, (laughs) 
I came home one day from having like a day at work with you guys and just chatting about stuff. And I was like, oh my God, I feel so bad leaving Lily. And he's like, shut up. He's like, we are absolutely not entertaining any of your guilt. And we are not talking about this. If you're going to work, you've made the active decision to go Mm -hmm. and do that. So we are not, we do not have time for you to have a pity party every time you come home. Definitely straight it's, up. It's very hard out. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, but you know what? Valid point. Yeah. I also don't want yeah. to be wasting my energy just feeling bad all the time yeah. when I'm like otherwise spending time with her. Especially like when you frame it in the way that you did ultimately it is for her and for yeah. her benefit. And so yeah. that's like. If you, we want to know. be able to go to Australia so that she can spend time with her grandparents, then I, the reality is I have to earn money. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and if we didn't have those types Mm. of things as goals, then maybe I would be a stay-at-home parent and we would adjust our lifestyle. But this is the other thing is we looked at, like, could we live off one income? And the answer is spending the amount of money we spend right now, no, we could not live off Mm. one of our incomes. So we would have to change our lifestyle. And when push comes to shove and if you were someone being like, Kat, do you want to change your lifestyle? I'd be like, no. Yeah. Sorry. I don't know why I'm apologizing. I shouldn't be. No. It's like, I just, I think, <laughs> I think I'm, I'm just practical enough that I'm like, I just know that about us and me and I'm okay to own that. Mm. Uh, I have so many thoughts on this. <laughs> I think the first one is I don't think you're motivated by money because like, I think money is a big part of the things that get True. you to the things that you're motivated yes. by, which are yep. those lifestyle things, right? Yeah. I want to do things that require Bring money to be part of the equation. And the reality is, is, we're not trust fund children, so in order to get that money, <laughs> yeah. we have to work. Yeah, totally. And it is like you're motivated by the lifestyle as well, yeah. like you said. And yeah. maybe the reason that you're saying sorry is because that's not what people typically want to hear. And that's often not what the answer is in terms yeah. of like buy back your time and things like that. Yeah. Because, you know, it's different values again. It is. And I think sometimes we are guilted into just feeling bad about being like ambitious Mm -hmm. because it's painted as being a negative thing. Mm -hmm. But it's like, well, no, I was a kid that at school wanted to be like the sole breadwinner with my futuristic (laughs) husband that I dreamed about. Like that was kind of like this weird life got long goal that I had. And now that I'm here, I'm like, this is great. And Luke's like literally hanging out until he can quit work. (laughs) Don't tell any Zealand. But you know, and it's just, it's funny that sometimes these things that I think (laughs) are very core to your being play out right yeah oh all i'm thinking about is how does this apply to like ollie and i and i am also exactly the same actually it's kind of a running joke in his family a little bit that him and his brother want to be the stay-at-home dads and the two like me and the other person are like yeah sure we'll happily work and we'll be (laughs) but the reality is on that like i get a lot of fulfillment and personal drive out of my job and things that come from my job and so Mm. i think regardless of that i just have decided that you know, I want to find a combination. I'm not going to say balance, but like a combination of things that make, you know, us having Mm. like family time workable, but also me getting enjoyment out of work. And you're right. Maybe the motivation is not money. The motivation as well is also financial security because Mm -hmm. I know what it's like to not feel financially secure Mm. when it was just the two of us. And it's not something that I would like to revisit when we also have a child. Yeah. Like that's not some stress that I want in my life or her life or anything else. So, again, I think she can probably forgive me for going back to work. Yeah. I think there's also like in terms of what you want to teach Lily or like future kids, it's the working hard part. It's not like everything comes to you, you know. And so there's like a lesson in there as well around like. And like making hard choices, right? It's not like everything is just easy. Yeah. 
You have will, to make a sacrifice somewhere. I will acknowledge, though, that like we together speak from a place of privilege yeah, to a sure. certain degree. And even thinking and talking about the travel, like the holiday that I'm going on at Christmas, my mum paid for the flights and basically everything because otherwise we said we wouldn't have gone. Yeah. And so like, but also what people don't know is I don't see my mum. I haven't seen my mum. Like I saw her this year for the first time in five years. Yeah. You know, and it's not so like there's always more. Behind the curtain, that. I guess, exactly. I don't yeah. know how I went on that tangent. Exactly. But, no, 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 yeah. but it's, it's very true. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that, I mean, it's been an interesting, I guess, just experience in terms of, like, thinking about are we spending money on things that we obviously value and mm. how do we want that to look like in the future? And yeah. I guess the nice thing is I'm like we haven't made too many drastic changes to our financial situation yeah. or relationship because – Lily has now joined us. I definitely spend a bit more money on her than I probably should, and I can totally <laughs> appreciate how parents fall into this trap. Like, for example, sometimes on Wednesdays we go to music class at the library. <laughs> Cute. And in, like, walking distance of the music class on our way home, there's also a really nice baby shop. And, like, should I go into that baby shop and maybe look at buying her a present? Sometimes that happens. <laughs> and I was like, okay, can't we rein this in. We can't do this. This is not a weekly habit. Like... <laughs> But it's so hard because you just want so much for them and then yeah. you're like, oh, my gosh. But also you can use that stuff with the number two. I know. Maybe, maybe. I know. So, yeah, that's it's it's definitely something that's been a time. Mm. But I will highlight this because, and I hope this person listens, they're probably not, that called us out for talking about buying really nice handbags. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> it, is an, it is worthwhile mentioning because, you know, we do – well, we're big proponents of working hard to do the things that you want to do and I guess being mindful about how you spend your money but spending mm. it in line with your values and stuff that you actually value and recognising that that is different for everyone. Um, recently, so in the lead-up to this holiday, Luke's been doing a bit of extra work because people had some, like, hangover work from when he was a tradie um, and so we had agreed that he would do all this work so that we had additional spending money in Europe. But we also were like maybe – rather than spending all of the money just on fun stuff overseas, we should put some of it into Lily's investment account. Oh, nice. So find a, tra- like, find a trade-off with there. But then I'm also trying to be like, oh, I do actually really want to buy a handbag. Because <laughs> <laughs> I talked about this last year, guys. I don't really remember last year in December and I haven't bought one. Nice. Good self-control. <laughs> I know. Thank you. Thank you. And, yeah, yesterday I even spent a bit of time on Facebook Marketplace looking at secondhand ones and I was like, Kat, just just own yourself. No, this mm. is you're not a secondhand gal. <laughs> like it's just <laughs> Although actually you buy secondhand clothes. I do, I do, yeah. I do, I do, I do. But yeah. for the purposes of oh, having a nice thing. Yeah, specific and I've got my eye on something, so as you can probably imagine. We shall be talking about it when you get back. <laughs> we will definitely be talking about it in January. Yeah, I no. have not yet told Luke that this is on the horizon. Uh, but I mean look, he's letting me go to Paris for four days. So like what does he think is happening? <laughs> Lots of croissants. <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, babe, you just take Lily for a walk around the block. I'll just pop into the shop here. <laughs> Comes back. He's one. like, does that shop start with a G? I'll be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yes, Love look, that. it is, it is, I will also though acknowledge it is, as I expected, a little bit tricky to feel good about spending money when you are currently earning no income. So I guess mm. that's also part of me being like, yay, I'm getting paid out some of my annual leave and I'm returning yeah. to work. So I feel like I can do these things, which again is stupid because all of Luke's money and my money is combined. Like there makes no difference. Yeah. I've been the one at home looking after our child whilst he's been working. So I should be doing whatever I want. Yeah. There you go. Boom. <laughs> 
I was just also thinking, like, in terms of the managing money together versus separately. Mm. Ollie and I were kind of, well, I said to him last night that I'm super competitive. Yeah. Um, and you'll hear more about this in the future. But I think just around the money mindset stuff, because I have the question here, what have we learned about ourselves money-wise over the last three to six Ooh. months? Um, I have learned that I am who I am and I just need to own that and not be, like, ashamed, ashamed about it. it. Nice. Good. Yep. I think more people can be like that. I probably need to be more like that, to be completely honest. <laughs> I think it takes a while to get to that space, though. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I it's think hard it to admit those things to people. Like, mm. as an example, you know, we have a great mum's coffee group and they all know that we're going away. And someone said to me, they're like, oh, I bet that's costing you a lot of money. And she's like, I won't ask you how much. And I'm like, no, you can ask me. It's fine. Yeah. I'm, I don't care. Yeah. Like everyone knows, right? Like we see mm. everything on social media and you all make assumptions. So part of me is like just own it and yeah. it is what it is. Yeah, I definitely. And as you say, there's that. always backstory. <laughs> like, you know, that money is coming from savings, but then it also re- yeah. resulted in other d- more serious conversations and decisions at other points. You know, mm. there's like trade-offs with everything. Or, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. I was going to say, what have I learned about myself? Yes, As I said, coming. very competitive when it comes to money because I'm like, I need to save more. I need to get my shit together. Yeah. But also I need to save more than Ollie. <laughs> Please don't listen to that, Ollie. <laughs> no, um, but then also just like the habits piece around um, self-control and fully mm. understanding like for sure. you need to set up that framework around you yeah. to make sure that you're successful. And for me, that is having my savings and investments nowhere near close to my like everyday spending. Otherwise, I will just merge those two together, which is not yep. good for anyone. Yep. So, yeah, that's what we've been learning. Love it. Yep. Any Love rounding it. out last thoughts? No. I mean, that's all my thoughts. Check back in with me when I've spent all my money after my holiday. <laughs> yeah. That looks fabulous at work with my new handbag. Yes. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but in a serious note, I guess, you know, there's lots of different things. And we would obviously just also like to call out that we are talking about this from our particular lens. Mm. People have very different situations. Totally appreciate that now, like everything feels very expensive. And I would put myself into that category as well in terms of life is expensive. Mm. Um, But I think it's all about how you decide to value your money and spend in line with what you actually value and want to do in life. And however you want to do that, it's okay by us. We're not judging anyone. Yeah. So don't judge us. Yeah. Thanks. (laughs) Person on Apple podcast reviews that did that last year. I see you. (laughs) <laughs> no, I don't. Oh. Cool. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Have a fabulous rest of your week, and we will see you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. Bye.